What's going on, everyone? My name is Teddy Ragsack, and you're listening to TED Talk Sports. And this episode is brought to you by Grooming by Diane, the best dog grooming services in the San Fernando Valley. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of TED Talk Sports. On this episode, we will be discussing why I think Kyrie Irving and Avery Bradley have gone a little crazy lately. But before we do that, please, if you haven't done so yet, give me a follow on Instagram at Ted underscore talks underscore sports for more pictures, memes, videos, and other fun content. All right, so I think the easiest way to do this video is to, is to break it down into two parts. So the first part, we're going to be discussing Kyrie Irving. And the second part, we're going to be discussing Avery Bradley. Now, Kyrie Irving's comments. So to understand what Kyrie Irving said and why it, it makes no sense, we have to go back and understand what he initially said. So Kyrie, so Kyrie Irving, to summarize this, because I know it probably sounded really confusing, to summarize this, Kyrie Irving made two comments that are very controversial in the world of sports right now. Now, the first comment Kyrie Irving said was that he thinks that the return of the NBA is going to be a distraction to the Black Lives Matters movement, and it's going to take away the spotlight um, from all these people trying to raise awareness to systemic racism and all these issues, right? So that was the first comment Kyrie Irving made. Now, the second comment Kyrie Irving made, now to be fair, this is, he didn't officially make this statement. This is a rumor. I'm not even sure how this rumor even got leaked. But the second, um, the second statement that Kyrie Irving supposedly said was that in a group chat with the Brooklyn Nets, he proposed that the NBA players should, should basically just create their own league. Now, now I can't really take this too seriously because one is coming from Kyrie Irving and everything Kyrie Irving says, you have to sort of take with a grain of salt. Now, the second thing that, that makes no sense about this is that it completely contradicts his first statement. Now, Kyrie Irving's initial statement, right? Let's go back. Kyrie Irving's initial statement said that, the, that sports in general basically would be a big distraction from the Black Lives Matters movement, Okay. Now, and then he goes on to say a day or two later, he's like, oh, we should bring sports back, but it should be a player run league. So, I mean, wouldn't that still be a distraction? It just to me, that doesn't make any sense. Now, the issue is, is that when you contradict yourself on topics like this, you lose a lot of credibility as if Kyrie Irving had that much credibility. Who knows? Um, I mean, this is the same guy that thinks the, the earth is flat. But I get again, that's not really relevant. <laughs> but it's just to me, it's just kind of. It's kind of interesting. Now, the bigger problem, I think, that in proposing this idea is that, which I'm surprised Kyrie Irving wasn't really aware of, if he did make this statement, I'm kind of surprised that he didn't think about this, is that where are they going to get the, the resources for this, right? It's just, they, they don't, this the NBA players, even if they, they put all their money together, it'd be very, very difficult to maintain a league um, with, with the resources that they have. Now, the NBA, professional basketball is a huge industry. The top five teams um, in the NBA are worth $16.9 billion, right? This is a very big industry. Now, to put that into perspective, LeBron James has the highest net worth. Out of any active NBA player, he has the highest net worth of $480 million. Okay, so they are a long, long ways away from I don't know how, how if they would buy out a team or whatever, whatever it is. Right. I mean, they would <laughs> they are a very, very far long ways away. Now, I'm not sure how these NBA players would 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 pay other players. I'm not sure how they would do all the travel expenses, the hotels, um, you know, how they would fund or how, how they would get the rights to, to play in like, say like the Staples Center or other venues like that, you know, merchandise, there's, and honestly, say they did have the money, the financial resources to do this, 
I don't think they really have the time, right? They're training all the time. They're, you know, they're, uh, they're playing all the time. It's to me, it just doesn't make any sense. So I, (laughs) so Kyrie Irving's, (laughs) Kyrie Irving's proposal, it just, it contradicts his first statement and it's just simply not a viable option. It just does not make any sense whatsoever. Okay. Now, Avery Bradley's comment. It's it's not related to Kyrie Irving, Kyrie Irving's comment, but to me it just it was just kind of it was just kind of out of left field. So again, Avery Bradley initially. So let's just let's break this down too. So Avery Bradley had two comments. Now the first comment Avery Bradley made was he was agreeing with Kyrie Irving uh, with the idea that the sports coming back would be a distraction. Okay, and then now Kyrie, uh, Avery Bradley's making this statement saying he said, "quote Sitting out doesn't directly fight systemic racism." But it does highlight the reality that without black athletes, the NBA wouldn't be what it is today. <sighs> okay. Now, here's the, here's the issue. Because his whole argument, right, was that it was supposed to be fighting systemic racism and it, this would add spotlight, uh, you know, to the Black Lives Matters movement. Now, do I necessarily agree with that? No. But, you know, this, this is Avery Bradley's opinion. But now here's where I have an issue with this is he's kind of shifting his viewpoint, right? So he's kind of going from, okay, so maybe it's not going to help out systemic racism that much if we sit out, but it's going to it's gonna add spotlight. It's going to make people aware that without black athletes, the NBA wouldn't be where it is today. Now, I'm sorry to break it to you, Avery, but I think a lot of people agree with that statement. I don't think that you're really enlightening too many people with that. Um 74% over 74% of the NBA are is is black athletes, right? I mean some of the greatest NBA players, most of, I would argue most of the great NBA players are black athletes. Right? Think about it. LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, all black athletes. The majority of the, you know, the All-Stars, first team NBA are black athletes. And so to think that people aren't aware of the impact that black athletes have had on a, on a league like the NBA. I think it's <laughs> like, it's kind of ridiculous. Now, any, <laughs> any sports fan would, would know this. Now, the only time I could see myself having to educate someone on this is maybe a Martian that, that dropped to earth and has never seen a basketball game in his life. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's the only thing. So it's like, you're trying to make people aware of something that is mo- would be considered by most to be common knowledge. So that's where I have an issue with this. Now, if you, you know, because at least he could make the argument that it would, it would, it would take away spotlight, right? People would be more focused on sports. You could make that argument. You could even argue that sitting out of sports would be better, um, you know, for, for COVID or if you're not comfortable with that, totally cool with that. You I mean, you could defend both those points, but if you're trying to say that you're trying to add awareness to the impact that black athletes have had on the NBA, I mean, that's just, <laughs> that's just absolutely ridiculous in my opinion. So I, to me, it doesn't make any sense. But anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening. My name is Teddy Raksak. This has been TED Talk Sports.